All right, y'all. I'm back. Back, back, back. Back, bigger, brighter, better. Um, I know y'all been missing me. Everybody been hitting me up like, what happened to the monologue? You're not doing it no more. Listen, sometimes life just happens. And you know what I mean? If you reference my past episode, baby, let me focus. Sometimes you just got to focus all your attention in one direction so you can like adequately get something done. So I've had things that's been going on. You know, I'm human. I'm busy. I'm a one man show. So, you know, when other areas of the life of my life call, I have to listen and answer that call. But all of that to say, I'm back. I'm super excited, y'all. We are episode 10, like 10 episodes. I'm super proud of myself. So excited that I made it this far. I've been having so much fun with this. I love all the feedback that y'all give me. So, I mean, we're here and we're going to get this show rolling as we always do. So you know how I like to start off every episode is with a little recap. Now, it's been a couple weeks. Um, So hopefully in that time that we've been off, y'all done went back and listened to any of the past episodes that you've missed. Episode 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. The last episode, episode 9, lasagna, it was all about grinding in silence. It was all about not feeling the need to broadcast every little thing and every little move that you did. Um, and you know, I'm all about that. Just like I had to dip off for a little bit and go handle some other stuff. I don't blast it on social media. I don't, you know, tell everybody. Cause sometimes you just got to give yourself that time to silently do something so that you don't have to worry about whether you're presenting it right for people. Um, so if you get a chance, go back and listen to episode nine lasagna. It was a good one. And if you're, if this is your first time joining me at the monologue in the monologue shop, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. If there's a, if it's a first time listener out there, make sure you go back and catch up. Find me on SoundCloud, find me on Apple Podcasts. Go back and catch up on anything that you might've missed. Um, the episodes aren't too long, so you can knock them out in a weekend or something like that. And you could be right up to speed with how we do things here at the monologue. And if this is all my returning family, I'm so glad to be back and hopefully y'all rock it with me still. So we're going to go ahead and move. Move, move on over to grinding in the trenches. <laughs> okay, y'all. So grinding in the trenches, you guys already know this is my spotlight segment of the show. I love, love, love spotlighting people who are doing amazing things with their careers, with their brands in the community. Most of the times I like to focus on actual peers of mine, people that I know. I'm so blessed and fortunate to know so many dope people who are doing so many dope things. So luckily I just been able to highlight a whole bunch of my friends, which is super awesome. And this week I'm going to continue in that trend. This week I'm highlighting my brother, my friend, Corey Collins. He is so, so, so dope. Um, he's a alum of my school. I met him here at university of Iowa and now he's just become like extended family with my friend group. Uh, We're all just like one little family. And so he recently started, he's a certified life coach and he recently started his own um, brand, Coach Corey. 
And so he's doing life coaching. And basically what it is, he's a thought leader for Chicago millennials. He's really about empowering the youth, empowering young men to really understand what it means to be a millennial, how we can operate and navigate in this world and be successful. And he's an awesome, awesome, awesome example for that. It's just always positive vibes coming from Corey. Like all the times I watched him go through his life coach certification and grinding to get it. It wasn't easy. He was grinding nonstop, like literal definition of grinding in the trenches. He was out here doing everything he could he could to accomplish his goals and he has it now. And he just recently launched his brand and his new um lifestyle page, Coach Corey on Instagram is coach underscore Corey C O R E Y three. So you guys check him out on Instagram. He also has his website, www.coachcorey.org. All the information that you need to know about him, what he does is all on there. He's super dope. He's super passionate about it. That actually just this past weekend, for those of you in the Chicagoland area, you know, the Black Women's Expo was this weekend at McCormick Place. My brother actually had a segment and and had a seminar at the Black Women's Expo about dating as a millennial because him and his girlfriend are perfect. Um, but he talks about the trials and the tri- triumphs and what it means to date as a millennial, what it means to have to constantly fight with social media and things like that. Dating in our days is different than it was a while ago. And so he just talks about that a little bit. And he had, it looks like an awesome turnout. I wish I could have got home to see him and support him, but it looks like he worked really hard, prepared really well and did some good things. So I'm really excited to share Corey with you guys. I'm going to drop all the information about his website, his Instagram and everything in the description box. So all you got to do is click that And you'll have everything you need to know about Corey. So y'all make sure y'all follow him. Make sure y'all support him and let him know that I sent you. Love you, Corey. So proud of you. Okay, y'all. So I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm back with my favorite part. One of my favorite parts. The whole show is my favorite part. But this segment is always fun. And it's going to be extra fun today because if y'all hear that extra laugh (laughs) and that extra, extra deep giggle in the back... I have my very first guest. Very excited. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Super excited. Um, I have my friend, my creative soulmate, yes, my yes, partner, yes. my Gemini brother. <laughs> my Gemini brother, and who's also about to graduate oh, in May yeah, with the Young, yes. masters. The young okay. masters. Okay. My theater baby. <laughs> All of the things, all of now don't you be in here clearing right. that throat. Sick already, I'm sorry. <laughs> Great introduction. Hello, good morning. But, uh, everybody, this is Mr. Randrick Lewis Hello, in the studio with me. Yeah, go ahead, this is your to moment. Be on the monologue. No, I'm just excited to be up in here, I really am a fan. Um, yeah, I'm super excited, so go ahead, um, tell the people a little bit about yourself if you would like. Uh, I'm just... You know, just a regular deck. No, I just play. My name is Randrick Lewis. Shout I'm, out to Cardi. Uh, shout out to Cardi. That album dope as hell. Right. Seriously. Uh, I'm originally from Houston, Texas. Uh, met Jamayo. Ooh. It felt like longer um, than... Was it Wrong Sweet Wrong when we did first? We, yeah, when we got close. But we, we knew each yeah. other before then. But yeah. So uh, about two years ago. And uh, here getting my master's in Iowa. About to be out of here to New York. And uh, acting. Boo. He won't come to LA hell with me. No, Boo. No, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I'm real excited to be uh, stepping into the monologue room. <laughs> the monologue. Yeah. He wants this I, to be the monologue room so bad. Like it's it's too, it's 
not the monologue girl. He's making that up. He's making that up. Um, but yeah, we here. Y'all, Jemaya got a little studio up in here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad idea. As y'all can see, we do not act right together. Y'all okay. know I record in my house. Um, I got a little setup in my office. And so it's super comfortable. It is. So I'm so excited to have my first guest. You know, it's episode 10. I've been gone for a couple of weeks. So I said I had to come back and hit him with the one, two, one, bam, two. Bam, bam, I had to have the guns blazing. You feel me? Um, and so I was like, this is a good time for me to bring a guest. And I had to bring somebody who I know could meet me. Could meet me. Halfway? Okay. Could meet me halfway. And of course, it's only right. Um, it's only right that I brought him in on the petty portion because I don't know. This might be the only person that I know that's more petty than me. <laughs> so he's going to be joining me for the rest of the episode through petty portion, through the jam session. So I apologize in advance because Redrick don't have no sense at all. I'm going to be today. So... Do you have a petty portion today? I do have a petty portion. You know, one of the things that really annoys me the most is when I'm obviously lying to somebody and they still believe me. <laughs> I'm on the phone with you and I'm like, okay, look, let me get in this house real quick. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to call you as soon as I get in the house. <laughs> now, all I got to do is open the car door, go up a few little steps, <laughs> open the door, go in. You know what I'm like? No, I'm not going to call you back. I'm just trying to find a way to get off the phone. Or, you know, or like, <laughs> you ask me, yeah, we going to get drinks. And I, at first, if I say I'm going to think about it, and then you say, Randrick, come out. And I say, you know what? I'm going to come out. <laughs> you, you should obviously know. I told y'all that's the first time. I'm not coming out. So if I'm ever obviously lying to you, don't believe. And then people expect. They're like, but Ranger, you didn't. We was looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on you to call me back. Well. Listen, the, the bad thing about this, y'all, is that in this very moment, he is not lying because this is what Randrick does. And I had to learn the hard way because I always, you know, I like to be out and about and I always am trying to drag people out and I always like to drag my friends out who going to talk shit with me the entire time. And that's Randrick. So I'm always trying to invite him to come out to things and stuff like that. And so I'd be like, oh, Ranch, you gonna come? He'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, all I gotta do is go, go, go to the gym real quick. Then I gotta go to the grocery store. I'm gonna be right back. All I gotta right do is there. get in the shower, change, and I'm right gonna meet you there. I'm gonna meet you there. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, I didn't plan, I didn't get in the mood. I'm like, oh, I'm about to talk some good shit tonight. He's about to be lit. I'm about to have Ranch, we're gonna be da 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 da. <laughs> and so I get ready. I show up. Ranch, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing Ranch will take the lie Stop. all the way. <laughs> To the last point. Like, no. he already know he not coming. And it'll be 15 minutes past no. the time he was supposed to be there. And I'll text him like, hey, where you at? He's like, yeah, I'm on my way. Like, he will lie. Like, instead of just finally being like, look, you know I'm what? not going to make it. He'll be like, yeah, 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 I'm on my way. I'm getting dressed right now. I'm about to wear what little shirt I'm going to wear. I'm about to put on this little shirt. I'm police, right? I'm- <laughs> like he literally it's just really sad so that is a very valid petty portion and it's really like a self petty portion because it's really <laughs> randrick who's petty i like I how do. you tried to frame it like it's petty when people believe me right, no it's right, petty right, it's that you lie about all all the time stupid stuff he's okay. a send-off i'm beyond sure i wasn't sure if he was gonna show up today Stop. i had to tell him no, i said randrick really- if you're not gonna come 
You need to let Te- me she know. She text me in the morning. I was like, no, I promise. I'll be there. Because he will do that. And what a joy. It's, it's great. I love it here at the monologue room. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Gemini him. He really just don't know. Okay, so my petty portion. Yeah, what's your petty portion? So my petty portion this week, something pretty simple, but I'm sure it's something that we all experience. Nothing grinds my gears more than when you're somewhere, usually this happens when I'm out shopping, and you tell somebody, excuse me, and they don't move. Like, when I'm saying excuse me, I'm saying, obviously, you're in my way, and I need you to move so I can go. (laughs) Why do people, like, especially, it's usually like old white ladies, Mm -hmm. I say excuse me, and they're just like, hmm. Okay. And then they don't move. And they're so petty. They acknowledge the fact right. that I'm asking. Like, they acknowledge the excuse me. They look up. Mm, okay. I heard you. And then don't move. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ma'am, that excuse me was for you to get the hell out the way so that I can continue to do what I am doing. Right. That makes me so mad. No but respect. if I was to say, excuse you, because really, excuse me is just a polite way to say, excuse you. Right. Because it'd be kind of rude to be like, excuse you, excuse you. So instead, I say, excuse me. me. I'm going to put it on me. Which means this is me trying to come through. Right. So can you please excuse yourself out of my pathway? <laughs> it's ultimately. No, seriously. That's, that's ultimate. But everybody saying. knows that's what it means. Even though I'm saying excuse me. Like, oh, excuse me. I'm not in your way. You're, You're in my, my way. way. Right. So why wouldn't you just move for one second? Because, you know, old ladies be bent all over trying to get something at the right. bottom shelf. Ma'am. <laughs> You don't need that. Call if it's about to take you 15 <laughs> minutes to grab that from the... All right, press the button <laughs> so somebody can come get this a little more expeditiously than what oh you can. But you blocking up the whole aisle. I done already stopped and paused and waited about, you know, probably about la, 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 five seconds. <laughs> I done waited to see if you would see me feel my spirit. No, they don't even have no awareness that you write. They don't that. even know. So right. now I have to verbally say, excuse me. Yeah, your old ass. You know, right. I have to verbally say, oh, excuse me. Right. And you know, we from the Midwest. So we got that, oh, oh, right. <laughs> oh excuse me. <laughs> oh, I'm going to just slide. I'm going to just sneak right past you. Oh. Right. So, you know, right. I try and be polite with it. But You're then so that girl said, oh. they still don't move. So now I'm about to just start walking around like, excuse you. So that you know that I am specifically asking you, get out the way you to excuse yourself. Right. They get out the way if you do that, though. Right? Like, that's so, like that's childish. But as soon as you get a little rude or as soon as you aren't as polite and, and you don't carry that Midwestern charm, then you just, these kids, so rude. Right. They so disrespectful. Um, excuse me, Bertha. Bertha. We all got to get down this aisle. Right. Okay, it's a whole line of people behind me trying to squeeze down this Hobby Lobby aisle because you know the aisle skinny at Hobby Lobby. You don't even need that um, picture frame with the choo-choo trains. Anyway. That was for her grandson. He don't need it with his bad ass. He don't need it. He don't need no more choo-choo train picture frames. Please get up. So, you know, that's just just me. Maybe it's petty, maybe it's not. But... If someone says, excuse me, everyone should universally understand it really means excuse you. you. That's a lesson. They need to take that home with them. That's Make sure y'all right write that down. That's good right mm-hmm. there. Y'all catch that on the way home. That's what mm-hmm. the past used to say. Y'all yeah, ain't hear right. me, but y'all catch it on the way home. Right, right. So that's all. That's all. That's all the petty 
that we have today. So here we go. We're going to jump right on in to the jam session. I'm really excited about this. Jam session, yes. We're super excited. Randrick and I, we kind of always bounce ideas off of one another all the time. Um, a lot of times we'll like go out to breakfast or something. We'll literally sit in the restaurant for like two, three hours, way longer just than talking, we should, right. just talking. Um, and it's good to just kind of like share your thoughts with somebody. And it's always, it's also re- so reassuring. One of the reasons that me and Randrick are so close is because we both sometimes have these thoughts that both of us feel like, I feel like nobody has ever thought of this. Like, I feel like I'm thinking this and no one else will get it. And then we'll both share the thought and we'll be like, I was thinking that. Like, you know Uh what I mean? And so it's really nice to have someone who you're just in sync with and just the way that you think with a lot of things. And so that's why when I was thinking about what I wanted the jam session to be about this episode, I was like, who can I bring in who I can really just bounce some ideas off of? And I'm like, Red, you crazy ass. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be a struggle. No, this is bad. a raw and uncut monologue because right. y'all gonna hear a whole bunch of moving. <laughs> y'all gonna hear a whole Stop. bunch of Randrick tapping his desk. No he don't have no studio. <laughs> <laughs> he don't have no studio etiquette mm-hmm. at all. But at it's all. fine because we about to drop these gems <laughs> for y'all real quick. That's a shout out, out to Amanda Seals Small Doses Podcast because I love her. Okay, so this week, y'all, we're talking about. We're talking about disappointment versus defeat. And when we talk about disappointment versus defeat, it's a difference. We so hard on ourselves sometimes because we feel like we we work it so hard. And we just not getting where we want to be, what we want to do. So we feel defeated. We feel like I just can't win. I'm doing everything in my power, everything that I can possibly do. And I just cannot win. I'm doing it all. And the reality of the situation is, what's the what's the reality, Jemiah? The reality <laughs> is <laughs> that we want level ten. Right, right. But what are we results, performing on? We're performing on level two. Speaking. Mm-hmm. And so, I had to. Of course, when I talk to y'all about this stuff, these are all things that I have to like things that I'm coming to realize in my own life. Right. And so I started thinking about this because I was thinking about like um, working out and I was thinking about how I'm just not where I am physically where I want to be. Cause you know, I want to be Tiana Taylor bad. <laughs> I'm trying to be out here with the abs, pack, 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 pack right. the abs on abs on an ab under an ab next to an ab. And not trying to lose it. Either. Right. And still had a little like toned <laughs> booty or whatever and be out here. So I'm like, why can't I? Like, I'm out here eating salad. I'm out here going to the gym once or twice a week. But I'm going. Right. I'm mentally preparing myself. Mm -hmm. And so I want to look like Tiana Taylor, but I'm not doing Tiana Taylor work. Tiana Taylor don't be eating no cheese. She don't eat no bread. You know what I mean? Only drink water. I don't drink no beer, so I don't know who he's talking about. Whatever me, I'm talking about myself on that one. Okay, on the wine. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) And so I want all these things, but we always compare and we always idolize all these people and we don't look deep into the work that they have to do and the sacrifice that they have to do to achieve the results. Because, you know, social media is all about just snapshot, snapshot, snapshot. You know what I mean? And so I ended up feeling defeated 
I'm like, I'm just never going to be the size I want. I'm just going to be, just continue to grow. This little thigh meat just going to continue to jiggle and wiggle. Wow. These love handles just going to be here. And I feel defeated because I feel like no matter what I do, I just can't be where I want to be. For real though. Yeah. But what I should be feeling is disappointed. Not defeated. Right. I should be disappointed that I'm not doing the work that I should be doing to get the results that I'm expecting. Mm -hmm. It's nothing wrong with being disappointed. Right. Because I think a lot of the time something that we forget is that with this stuff comes a ton of discipline. Like you can, when you 18, 19, 20, if we talking in terms of working out, it's easier to to snatch back real quick, to, to drop a couple of pounds real quick. But as we getting older, you know, our bodies changing X, Y, Z and whatever, it's just a little bit more. It takes more discipline. It takes more preparation. And even at that younger age, setting that discipline in place is going to help you Keep it once you are to the place you already want to be. So once you already got your Tiana Taylor body, that don't mean you stop and be like, oh, got it, did it already. It's, it's you maintaining discipline in order to continue and go further. Like, right. So, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. Yeah, it's just that kind of thing. Or even me and Randrick are both creatives. Um, we're both actors, but we also both want to just create our own work as well. Mm-hmm. And, a lot of times being a creative and especially in this day and age where it feels like everybody getting on, it feels like left and right. You're hearing this right, story, right? right. You're hearing this story like, dang, somebody else just got right. put on. And somebody it's, else. It's been a path that has, it take forever to get right. on. And so these overnight sensations. You're like, what the hell? Like, I'm, we be like, I'm doing all this. <laughs> I'm in school. <laughs> I'm in Lying, school. But I write just, in my journal twice a week. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. And you feel like, because, but that also has to do with mindset. Mm-hmm. That's the older school way of thinking. And also these people are not overnight sensations. That's the hardest part to realize is that once you look into them, these people have these platforms. You go back and see, oh, this person been doing this for eight, nine years. They started on YouTube before the big wave was even Mm -hmm. going. So now with this more broad cast of social media technology, they just taking the stuff that they've already been doing and it's super easy now because they have access to reach more people. Right. Exactly, and because just because they're new to us, right, doesn't mean that they're new to their to what they're doing. Because you ain't been their... checking for them is the problem. Exactly, you exactly. Because like I think about, for example, y'all, I love Amanda Seals. Um, most of us know her as Tiffany from Insecure, but I found I first experienced Amanda Seals on Insecure, and then since then, you know, she's become more. I don't want to say become more mainstream because as I found out more about her, I found out a lot of people been up on Amanda Seals for a long time. Right. Um, but as I'm discovering her, I go back and look at, cause she has a YouTube channel cause she used to do all these web series and stuff like that. Sus has been like creating her own work and creating her own ecosystem of mm-hmm. art and things like this for years. So now she's finally on insecure and she's getting this big like global look and now everybody reaching for Amanda Seals, Amanda Seals. But if you go back and you look at her YouTube channel, she got videos and full web series that she's mm-hmm. shooting that she wrote and directed and all this stuff with all her <clears throat> friends from 2011, 2012 where she's literally just putting out this content, putting out this content. You know what I mean? So it's like when I look at and be like, "Dang, I want to be like Amanda Seals just came out of nowhere. I'm trying to be on Amanda Seals level." 
and Amanda Seals on level 10. Right. But Amanda Seals also been operating and preparing on level 10 for years right. and putting so in she- level 10 work. Here I am just like in school and right. I kinda, I record, I say, I want to record this video. I record a video. I still ain't started my vlog. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I want to do all these things, but I never execute and do them. But yet I have my sights set on set this high goal. The fit the end product, the so end to speak, product. which is unrealistic. And also you have to think about the fact that those 10 years that Amanda Seals has had, she's had that to fail. She's had that to meet people. She's had that to succeed. She's, you know what I'm saying? She's had time to experience. And so the biggest thing that I've been learning and the biggest thing when you first talked to me about this particular theme for this podcast is I was just thinking that the process can be super uncomfortable because we know our dreams and desires. We know the end result of that and so we expect immediately for things of that nature to start happening and falling into right. place in our lives right when the process is much more beautiful than that like the process is the gift the exactly. process is the the process is the result you right. know what i mean and right. so we get these big especially for us creatives because we want to be big and known so bad <laughs> so bad Need um but that the, the beauty and the growth and the journey is all in the process it's all about how you get there, right. what you did to get there. And so many people miss that because we're too busy looking down the street yeah. and we're not paying attention to what's on our front porch. You right know what now. I mean? Right. We're not, we too busy looking down the street, down the block, and we about to fall down the damn stairs that, our own porch because we're not looking down to see or looking to our left and right and see what do I have to do now to get there? What are the steps I have to take? We want to fly straight there. And missing blessings in between. There are people in your path that could help you accelerate, but because you already looking at the end, I ain't got time for you. I don't got time right. for this right now. Because I'm you, grinding. Because we swear we grinding. Yeah. So we and ain't doing nothing. Swear hard. And you going home, you watching Netflix, crying, I could have did better than this. That's not... That's know. not how... That's not how it works. I swear. <laughs> I kid y'all not. Even though my segment is grinding in the trenches, like, we swear we grinding right. so, so hard. bad. Like, right. we swear. I kid you not. Like, I've been going to the gym a lot more consistently and things like that. And I've made it a mission of mine. You haven't seen any snaps about it. You haven't seen anything. Because... I'm doing it for me and I want to go there and not be worrying about making sure that people know and see me grinding. I'm just want to like legitimately put in the work. I want to go in there and be dead tired and leave and be done. And then once the results come, I will share my results when I feel like I'm at the point where I want to share. Because that expectations go again. If I'm constantly recording myself showing at the gym, this and that, I mentally know as well, oh, people going to be expecting my ass to be looking good in a minute or or people looking for me And sometimes too. that makes you quit exactly. because you be like, people people it's think pressure. I've been in the gym and now I done missed two or three days. Okay, I ain't going to do it no more because then people ain't going to see the progress right. matching with the amount of times that I've been the sharing fear, with them. Right. You know what I mean? So you put this unnecessary pressure on yourself and it's subconscious. It's not like we be... Like every time we do something or post or share something, we're doing it like, oh, I want people to accept me. No. But it's a subconscious thing. Like right. that's why we do it. We want people to see that, you that we work and that we want people to see that we booked and busy and that we're doing this right. and that, this and that. And sometimes you just got to do it. And at the end, just share your journey and right. have a story to and tell. And share all of it. Don't just share one of the biggest right. things that has been on my mind lately. I'm so tired of seeing the winning story and I'm only seeing the good stuff. I'm oh, only yeah. seeing the end result. Where's the ugly stuff? Because You know, where are the days that you didn't go to the gym and right. that it took you a long time to understand uh, what food groups you should be eating or the way that it took, you know, just right. or even for creatives. Like when you were throwing your head against the wall, I feel like 
all the ideas I'm having, I'm all of a sudden starting to see them pop up in mainstream media. Mm -hmm. And I thought these were gems of mine. And like, is am I going to ever be able to create something authentic? And then that time, you know? Right. So like, we don't get to see the full process. And one other last thing that I was thinking about that I'll bring up is uh, when you first talked to me about this expectations is like seasons, Mm. like knowing when, like this last season. Okay. So when I first was into contact with Jemiah, uh, we were both like in this space of having lots of ideas, but Jemiah was in a season of being more of an extra uh, an executor, mm-hmm. and I was more so in a state of just getting lots of vision mm-hmm. and like understanding what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it, how I wanted to look, where I wanted to go. And Jemiah was in a place of ready to execute, mm-hmm. ready to throw things against the wall. And so one thing I've been thinking about is it's very important to know what season you're in so that you can know like, okay, I need to right now, I'm I'm getting visions and I'm going to write these down, but they're fleeting, they're changing. So I'm not going to try to commit to pushing anything out right now mm-hmm. or I'll give some of my ideas to someone who is executing right now to see how this can come up or right. what you could do with right. it. And uh and then you you waste less than your time, you take more pressure off of yourself and then you also are just comfortable with being wherever you are cuz sometimes in the process you're not going to be in a position to be out there just doing right. it like that. Sometimes it's going to just take time for you being by yourself, writing, going to the, you know just doing things that mm-hmm. feed yourself versus you trying to be out there getting your face on the scene, getting stuff done cuz that takes a lot of energy right. and we aren't always in the place to do and to right. give that. Right. So that's, just that's something true because that's a totally separate that's a totally separate thing. It's a difference between creating and sharing. Right. Like creating something and the mode that the the mode that you have to be in to create is a totally different mode than being in the position to share yes. and to execute. You know what I mean? And so like Ranjik was saying like there's a lot of things that I've been stewing on and thinking about for years and years and years. And so I got to the point where I was like, I'm ready to do some stuff. And I'm the kind of person who was like, I had to get over the the idea of everything that I put out has to be perfect and polished and has to be this just perfectly packaged thing. <laughs> right. Um, and so I was at the point where I was like, hey, let's just do this quick little thing and put it out. Let's do this quick little thing so that we can work out the kind of like things that work and don't work. And so we can see how we work best. So we can see, oh, this isn't good or this takes more time than we thought. You know, that kind of, I was in that like shooting fire trial and error type mode right. where I just wanted to put out, put out, put out and see what came from it. But then you also get in those modes where you're like, I just want to sit with my thoughts and really just map out, this is the type of thing I'm trying to do. And right now we're talking about things more like in a creative atmosphere because like me and Randrick are both creatives. But this comes with anything, anything that you're doing, you're going to be in certain seasons of your life. And even if you're doing business, even if Mm -hmm. you're, you know, applying for school and things like that, you know, a lot of my friends are applying for grad school who recently graduated and things like that. Sometimes you're in that mode where you just have to be like, okay, right now all I'm worried about is applications, applications, applications. Once I get past this application stage, then I'll be in scholarship. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to compartmentalize because I always stumble on that word Um, and focus on certain things. And this goes back to past episodes where I've talked about focus and just talking about kind of singling out one or two things and really hitting those things heavy so that you do them right and that you don't have to come back and revisit and clean up something because you just rushed through it. 
And so, you know, I've been wanting to do a podcast forever. I literally talked about doing a podcast for at least a solid year before I got to do it. And then I finally got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm in a good position. I graduated, so I'm not worried about, you know, going to class and things like that every day. I can kind of balance my schedule more. And it's still very hard. It's still harder than I thought. But I'm finally doing it, and I'm getting better, and I'm learning more and more because I put my focus and my time and my attention on this and making sure that I'm getting it done and that I'm learning from the process of it. It's not always about the product, the, the, the end result or the product, mm-hmm. because sometimes I'm beyond a shot. I listen to my podcast and I'm like, Oh you know, I'm so critical. You Me know, too. I be like, Oh, this listen to my better. voice on that. Right. Or, Oh, I hit the desk on this or, Oh, you know, a couple of times my phone is wrong or something like that. And I'm so hypercritical, but at the same time I did it. Mm-hmm. I completed it. And that's something to be proud about. And, and then so, in a couple of years, you're going to look back and then you're going to have your intro music. You're going to have this I'm gonna and have that. I'm going to have all these you, things. And you're going to be right? like, oh my gosh, look where I came from. But it's, yeah. So I'm By the way, y'all, I'm still looking for somebody to um create and produce a dope intro for me. So plug, if you right? want to do, if you you like musically inclined or something and you feel my aesthetic and you want to send me something, one of my battle buddies, um Justin kid he already sent me something i'm trying to figure out how to like format it so i can share it with you guys so i'll be sharing that but um i'm still taking people who want to hear me out with my intro because if not y'all gonna get a the monologue podcast every episode um but yeah just to bring it back full circle about talking about our expectations versus the work that you really this is all about holding yourself accountable at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you know how much work you're truly putting into something. And you also know, or at least have an idea about how much work is required for you to achieve what you are seeking to achieve. And so sometimes you just got to sit down and be real with yourself and be like, I know what I want, but I also know that I haven't been putting in the work So I can be disappointed about the fact that I'm falling short on my own goals, but don't allow yourself to be defeated because you feel like the world is against you and the cards are just not in your favor. No, that's not the case. You're just not doing the real work. You're not, a lot of times we're not willing to make ourselves as uncomfortable as we need to in order to get where we want to go. Because I listen, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I follow a lot of creatives and I just like to hear about their creative journeys and their creative process and what they have to do. And a lot of them be like, you know, I had to just completely fall off the grid from all my friends for like, you know, X amount of months and just focus on creating. That's, you know what I mean? Uh, and it's so scary. I just had, and it's scary I, because yeah. you don't want your, uh, especially if you don't have a lot of creative friends. I don't have a lot of creative friends. Most of my friends are just really smart. Like we want to be doctors and lawyers <laughs> and all this stuff. Um, Randrick is one of my only creative friends actually. And so a lot of times you don't want to risk ruffling the feathers of your friends or making your friends feel like, dang, you don't got no time for me. You don't want to come out. You don't want to do it. And I'm a social butterfly. I'm always the one who brings the life to the party and da 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 So it is a fear of mine to just be like, hey, y'all, I'm just going to kind of dip off for a little bit and really focus on X, Y, and Z. But if I'm not willing to do that and if I'm not willing to put in the work, if I'm not willing to, you know, commit to journaling every day just to get my right. thoughts and my ideas out. If I'm not willing to wow. watch things and, and, and continue to educate myself so that I can be ex- inspired. If I'm not willing to do the things that are required and not just willing to do them, but to consistently commit. do them, yes. then how can I expect to ever achieve the finish in the end product that I have 
up there floating that I'm trying to reach. And it's a scary thing because an, another thing I'm realizing is that you'll start going on the journey and once you fully commit to something, the craziest and scariest part about it is that the trajectory of your dreams, all of that can change. You think, you think, oh, this was, this was what I really wanted to do. And in the midst of you doing this, you discover like, oh shit, I was really just supposed to be doing this because this was going to lead me to this. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's hard to break up with those old dreams, those expectations, because you have them in your mind like, oh, this how it's going to be for sure. But sometimes that's not always the end result, which is okay, which is a beautiful thing. And it's okay for your end result to change. Right, right, right. It should if we're evolving. And as as you're growing, what you once thought you wanted Theoretically, should change, right? Because your journey is gonna take you. <laughs> That's been so hard you know for I mean? me, Jemaya. Because you, because you be like, but I know, but you know, I want to stay committed to my dream. Right. I don't want to just throw it away. But just because it changes and it takes a different shape, doesn't mean you're just throwing something away. No, it's just that it looks differently than what you thought. Because you're it, growing, you're learning more. Yo, you know what I mean? Because I feel like I've had to break up with acting. As of lately, Ooh. I've been like, oh my gosh, I'm stepping back more into my poetry and just writing. Because then you can offer more to it because right. another, in a past episode that I had, I talked about sometimes we get so focused on the, on grinding and the hustling and bustling and doing work and being busy that we forget to be inspired. Right. You know what I mean? And so, especially as creatives and as actors, we want to do as many shows, we want to do as many yeah. things and all these things, but we forget to like feed our creative spirit. Operate and it's no like, me. what have I been doing to be inspired? So I actually have something to offer. And sometimes being inspired simply means putting the work to side up to the side and just living life. That's what I'm ready to do. That's what and just experiencing things moving so that you can be like, oh, this is new. Oh, right. I tried this new restaurant. I have all these new things right. to draw from, draw from. So you can add more. If not, you're just gonna be static. And especially right. as an actor, if you don't have new life experiences and things to bring the characters, every character gonna be the same. You're gonna right. be flat. Memories of joy. Right. Like, Creating excitement. new memories, Fine. doing new things. Like, oh my god, this is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. being shy. Not surprised, yeah, like exactly. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah, for real. so like, you know, that's and that's all. It all just goes around to uh, truly understanding what it means and what it takes to get where you're trying to go. Right. So for me, it's my creative journey. It's also for me my fitness because I just want to get back into shape. Yes. For those of you who know me, who've known me for a long time, I've always been super in shape. Right. I've always been super skinny and kind of just abbed up, packed up. And so as I got older, um, you know, my womanly curves come in and things like that. And I'm just like, I didn't know how to handle it. I I haven't known how to handle it. And I'm just now kind of coming to terms with like, if you want to be, first of all, your expectation might not be realistic. Like I just got to accept where I am and set realistic expectations for myself. But even with those expectations, I have to be willing to fully understand what it takes to get there and commit to doing those things. Right. And I think a lot of times we don't commit fully. And then we're so quick to point the finger at the world and being like, Oh, it's just, set up for me to fail and I just can't right. win no matter what I do, no matter how hard I'm trying. And it's like, really, how hard are you trying? You know what I mean? How hard do you want it? How bad do you want it? Are you sleeping in every chance you get? Are you like for me, I work a full-time job. So it'll be sometimes where I'll go to work all week and I won't pick up the pen or the pencil to do anything creative. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I want this so bad. This is my right. dream, but I want a whole week and ain't put nothing into it. I ain't invested nothing into that bank. 
And you can't even go into the week without a plan. Right. Like this week, yes. how am I going to... How am I going to be a step closer? Even if it's not much, like how am I going to be a step closer? Like what, what discipline am I going to practice better? They say it take what? Six days of you doing something before it becomes a habit. 21 days. 21 days. To make and break a habit. Oh, okay. Well, 21 days. Like, I mean, yo, so what are you doing? You know, because it's, it get real easy to like for an hour and a half, watch TV, then do homework, then be like. Yeah, you know, it took me a little break because I had, you know, but how bad do you really want it? Like, right. are you going to use that hour and a half before you do your homework to do something that's going to benefit you? Are you investing time into yourself? Right. That's all I got. Yeah, that's good. So that was just a little conversation we wanted to have with you guys. Um, I like that about habits. That might have, I could do like a whole segment on uh, just like habits, habits and what yeah. it means to like make something have a good and bad habit. So I don't know. We might have to keep that one um, in the bank there for another jam session. But um, yeah, guys, that's what we have today. So excited to have Randy. I'm so excited to be here, y'all. Thank thank you for letting me step into the monologue room. It's so cozy (laughs) up in here. It's nice. I had a good conversation. I'm feeling inspired. Oh, my goodness. Randy really wants... This is not the shade room. And you're stepping into the monologue room. That's all I want, right? It's not that. But it's super awesome. Um... I'm excited. It's my first guest, y'all. This is episode 10. I'm super inspired. I'm super excited. Um, How many times can I say super? I just want to know. As many as because you want. Because I'm swear. really excited, too. <laughs> um, but I love this, y'all. I really enjoy I'm so glad to be back. I'm sorry. I know y'all miss me. I will not. I will try not to have the, that kind of break again. It's only be a couple, been a couple weeks, but... I know you guys have been looking, looking, and asking, and asking. So, super excited to be back with y'all. Um, if you haven't listened to Cardi B's new album, right? <laughs> listen to it. Sis went off. Sis went Every off. Track. What are you? I don't mean, care if she has a ghostwriter or not. Period. You can whoever wrote Drake for her wrote for her. They wrote for Cardi. I feel like she got several because, ghostwriters because that mug is just too. But the thing is, whoever her ghostwriters are, know her and wrote songs exactly. that were for her because. You could just hear the passion and you can hear some of the pain in her voice when she's talking about like, you know, infidelity and things like that. Or when she's talking about how people doubt her, because really everybody is like waiting for Cardi B to fail. Everybody's waiting for Nicki Minaj to just come back and like take over. And why can't they both exist? Like, why can't Cardi B exist in her lane and Nicki in her lane? I hope they're subconscious, not subconsciously, I hope they low key plotting and doing this purposely to teach people a lesson because they men do it all the time right if this was men no one would care there's 13 different rappers who all sound the same and look the same and and smell the same (laughs) right like just bogus everybody supports them but that's just a whole that was just a little caveat (laughs) i really been feeling i listened to the whole album and I really, really like it. Um, I love Be Careful, actually. I love Be Careful. I lo- like, that's be one careful of my... with me. <laughs> I, I mean, like, and just careful. the simplicity of it, the mm-hmm. flow just continue. Okay. I love it. And it's just so much passion in it. I'm waiting for Aubrey to drop this next album because I know it's coming soon. Drake, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm ready. I'm willing. I'm ready. So whatever. Nice for what is a bop. <laughs> nice for what that video did you see the nice for what video have you have to watch the nice for what video let's watch it after all this. of we can watch it right now all of our favorite people are in it oh yara i did yes. see a, a little clip. clip yeah on the on aubrey the shade, look at aubrey <laughs> Uh, but yeah, y'all already know where to find me on social media. You can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at just Jamaya, J-A-M-A-Y-A. Um, and you can also follow the brand made to make it 
on Instagram and Twitter at made the number two make it underscore. That's on both Twitter and on Instagram. You can also add me on Snapchat if y'all want to see my foolishness and shenanigans. <laughs> I think it's at juicy underscore jam. Don't ask me why. It's a long time. Snapchat won't let me change it. Um, anything else you want them to know about you? You want them to follow you? Add you up? Uh, yeah, you can definitely follow me on Instagram. It's kind of where I'll be making some transitional things. Uh, at Rand.Wayne, W-A-Y-N-E. I'll be making a move to New York pretty soon and just posting things Ooh, on there. Yeah, uh, so mostly poetry-based. But yeah, follow me, please. And it was great stepping into the monologue room. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. Bye, y'all.